Hello, I'm Bree. And I'm Emma. And this is Cool Girl Club. So this is our first ever episode of Cool Girl Club. Um, so we thought we would start off by talking about why we want to do this and the thought process behind that. I think it comes from a place of just wanting to use what we have and use our voices and the resources that we have as two young women living in Australia, in Brisbane, just to create a safe platform for us to speak about political issues or non-political issues, things that we face as women, just to create that safe space for women to feel heard and to feel loved and to feel part of a club that all women or people who identify as women can belong to. Yeah. That is the secret of Cool Girl Club. Everyone is a member. Yeah, automatically. Maybe we should have like a registration form that everyone fills out just for fun. Okay. And then if you want that, ask us and we'll send you one. Yeah, we will send you a personalised registration form and you will get a lifetime membership. Yeah. Like when you sign up at the local RSL. <laughs> Where are you at with Cool Girl Club, Brie? What do you see Cool Girl Club as? Well, yeah, I think that's like a really big part of it is like everyone's invited and I think that's not always the experience that people have with clubs and cliques and that kind of thing. It seems really exclusive. So I guess this is like an open club, an open clique. Everyone's invited, everyone can come and join this safe space. So basically what you said. Good. Bree and I go on a lot of walks together for the past few years. Um, that has been our what would you say, our activity of choice? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Going on afternoon walks because um, Brie and I live in the same suburb. We genuinely talk about so many different things that we experience on a day-to-day basis or, um, you know, sometimes we really nut out some really deep things that are happening for us and other times we just sit and watch dogs <laughs> in silence, which I think is also a really big part of <laughs> our friendship. Our friendship. <laughs> Recently, Brie just got back from New Zealand. We were apart for four months. Yeah. And we went on a walk the, the second day after Brie got back. And I remember walking through the street and we just both had this moment of realising what we have in our friendship and how special mm. it is and yeah. in the political climate that we are in and... um you know, what women are facing all around the world. We were just wondering where our place is in all of that and wondering where where to go from here and how we can um, include other people or, I'm not sure, reach out to mm. other people to do what we can with what we have to um, open up this dialogue of um, a safe space, really. Yeah, for sure. Which I think is really important in the recent sort of months and years, we've just sort of been opening our eyes in like the way that you do when you're like in your early 20s, um, kind of start to realise that the world is bigger than your own little bubble. And I, I guess this has been a safe space between us to like nut those things out and, and how they practically apply to us and, and what we can do to help. And so I think, yeah, like opening this up for other people to join in our conversation is like something we've really sort of wanted to do um, for a long time 
the podcast seems like a way for us to be able to do that to just meet some really cool people to be able to learn from them and hear other people's stories but I just think it's like a really accessible storytelling I guess platform for us because this is kind of what we just do on a daily basis is just get together and chat and so I think yeah like inviting people into that is something that we just really want to do and something that we think Cool Girl Club can really achieve for us. We also want to add that we are each of us on a journey of you know learning and um, discovering and that's part of this for us as well as we want to learn more and um, become more aware and engage more in um, the issues that are in our world right now and not just stay within the safety of um, the things that are affecting us um, and Im- impacting us directly but to like broaden our broaden our horizon broaden our viewpoint broaden our like gaze to what's affecting women all over the world we just want to invite you guys to come along with us on that journey so if we say things at the moment early on that um i guess a bit ill-informed or a bit self-absorbed that's like part of the process too because that's the position we're in at the moment but we're doing everything that we can to um, educate ourselves and and grow with that so please be kind for with us and um I think that is all a part of it being a safe space and um just an encouraging space and a loving space as well for sure um like we don't want to put on a front that we like know everything and you've come here for answers it's just like this place where we can all grow together and all become more informed together definitely and we can't wait to have conversations with you guys and to yeah really interact and for us to all go along together (laughs) part of the journey let's just cheer each other on yeah if you guys have comments or i don't know ideas for what you would love to learn about like let us know that would be really really be cool to have you involved in that too for sure to our listeners who we don't even know who you are hi (laughs) mum my only hope is that the dogs at the dog park are listening that's true Brie what's your favorite reality tv show I knew this question was coming but I still am not prepared I feel like I've never really gotten into reality TV. But I really love the Kardashians a lot. And I've only watched a few of the episodes of Keeping Up With The Kardashians, but I just follow them all on Instagram. I read a lot of articles about them. I engage with their like online personas. And so I think I'm gonna like really try and watch Keeping Up With The Kardashians. So I don't, don't really have a favorite but that's like what I'm that's where I'm going I think I support you in that maybe following online personas is like 2017's reality tv show to be honest I think it is what's your favorite reality tv um I'm gonna go with my most recently watched reality tv show which is the real housewives of melbourne yeah I can't, I, I can't fault it. I know you love that. I just love it so much. I can't wait for the new season. I'll re-watch previous seasons. 
I know that it's just a totally subpar Real Housewives show compared to, like, all the American ones. Yeah. But there's just something about the Australian, like, thing that I just can't move past. It's And it's just poetry. Yeah. It's just so good. I love it. And I love all the sassy women. I love the fashion. I love the insults. And I love that they all hug each other at the end. So good. And that they're all friends and they'll all shout each other out on Instagram. Like, I love that. (laughs) So beautiful. That's what I love about the Kardashians. I feel like even though they fight and stuff on TV and it's kind of like they are savage, they also, like, really represent, like, family and that they really all stick up for each other and they love each other in the end, which I think is beautiful. It is so good. I feel like the Kardashians are, like, all there for each other. Yeah, at all times. Yeah, for sure. And I love that. What's something that you care about right now, Brie? Hmm. Um, I just started watching Gilmore Girls. I'm late to the party, but I just got Netflix. I'm also late to the party on that as well. Um, but I just really care about it right now. I actually, like, think about it in the day. just want to get home and watch the next ep to see how they're going. Like, what's happening in Stars Hollow? right now I don't know I'd love to I'd love to find out I guess a bit more broadly than my little life I really care about immigration policies that are kind of coming into effect in America right now but it's just really made me think probably in the last few days a bit more deeply about Australian immigration policies and I think it's I don't know I'm finding it like a bit of a wake-up call because obviously I've been outraged by the offshore detention centres but um, I think because it's been sort of a slow process I've, I've found it hard to engage with whereas with Trump sort of being elected and then um, making this executive order and with heaps of protesting happening in the airports across the country it's like really kind of an easy thing to engage with and to be outraged by and to you know show your support in like the world wide web um, and even just speaking about it um, with all the people around you but I feel like it's been such a wake-up call for me because I feel like the immigration policies that we have are you know just as bad if not worse you know just yesterday there was a woman on Nauru who Um, Her pregnancy was breached and she was in a lot of danger of actually dying if she didn't receive medical attention Um, and they were not allowing her to leave the detention centre. And I don't know, I just find that, like, really appalling and really, like, making me feel, I guess, really upset to be a part of this country and really upset for this sort of breach in social justice and... Um, I don't know, I'm really, really affected by it actually and just now sort of in the process of like looking into ways that I can help in my small way um, in this area a bit more locally rather than like putting all my attention to America right now and like missing what's happening in our own country. I think it's outrageous, the treatment that human beings are dealing with on Nauru and just like the absolutely like abysmal reasoning of why 
it's so happening and there's so many like layers to this issue and I can I like have understanding that it's difficult to find like a real easy answer but I just don't think that the way that we're dealing with it is appropriate in any way and yeah humane in any way and it's really sort of difficult to swallow and difficult to kind of be a proud Australian and difficult to kind of, I guess, go about our daily life of privilege while we know that our government is is doing this to so many innocent people. I think it was especially alarming to experience um, Australia Day that just went by yeah, last Thursday sure. on the 26th of January. So it's a day where, you know, it's a public holiday in Australia where people just come out of their shells and wear flags as capes and put temporary tattoos on their body and yeah. celebrate being Australian while drinking a lot of beer and yeah. having a barbecue um, where really it's just a day of complete trauma and loss for the native people of our country and I guess yeah that's something that I've been really thinking about lately as well as how we respond to that in our places of privilege and what the roles that we have in that Um, and you know I fear that even talking about this on the podcast will just um, you know ignite within people of like oh it's just two white girls just talking about yeah um, things that don't really like affect them do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I completely understand. Like, we are, like, in... Even though we are women, we still possess, like, such a privileged position in this society yeah. um, by being white, educated, middle-class women. And I think it's important to acknowledge that and important to, like... Just recognise that within... Yeah, like, recognise that position and recognise, like how that will affect our views and affect the way that we interact with this world but at the same time like this is our this thing these things are outraging us and it's important to kind of talk about that too maybe yeah definitely it's so important to be aware and um providing safe spaces for those marginalized people Mm. But also recognising that the same thing is happening here and um, in a different sort of reflection of the treatment of the refugees in Nauru and um, how our government is dealing with that. Yeah. Um, which is just absolutely shocking and just disgusting. Yeah. We text about that a lot, I feel like, Brie. Yeah. I feel like each day <laughs> is like these days anyway. Yeah. One of us will like send each other <laughs> good morning text but instead of a cute message it's like oh my god what is happening today yeah what is going on well that is what we really care about lately i guess yeah definitely a lot of these things (laughs) it's hard to be light-hearted it is when you want to introduce yourself as a podcast but let's just get straight into (laughs) it like why wouldn't we yeah stuff like that i just can't shake at the moment yeah like don't know how to hang out with people without like talking about this stuff and yeah yeah it's like how are you going not okay like yeah you know yeah I think it's important to protect each other in these times and 
to protect the marginalized groups that we were talking about mm. and to speak up for them. Yeah. Just as we were about to meet up, I was reading an article um, about like little ways that you can protest every day. And a lot of them were about kind of just self-care. And I just really liked that kind of mentality because in a world that wants, you know, kind of profits off us kind of hating ourselves and hating each other and like becoming jaded and complacent, it's like an act of, I don't know, protest to kind of love yourself and take care of yourself and, and love each other and take care of each other and like really build each other up because I think really in in unity that's when we can actually make a real difference yeah um for sure do you think self-care is like fundamentally where that protest starts in um, a way in a way yeah because I feel like it just is the beginning of your life like you can't you can't go out and engage with anything um from a broken place mm-hmm. really I think coming coming into these things we really need to do that from a healed place and a place of love because otherwise um, either we will sort of draw the main issue into something personal or we will, even though it is very personal, um, we'll, you know, draw it into like name calling and things like that mm-hmm. that are not really productive or we will burn out. You know, people can't continue to like run a race and until they're like, you know, really coming from a place of nourishment and care. And I know that that um, isn't as easy to access, but it can be simple things like, you know, telling telling your loved ones that you love them and, you know, encouraging them and to keep going and all that kind of thing. Like, it's not, it's not, doesn't have to be like a big thing of like, or like a day at the spa or anything like yeah, that. That's definitely. not really what I'm talking I know about. I think I, yeah, I definitely agree with you because I think all of my productivity, like a real growth and productivity comes from a place of safety and security. Yeah. And if I can't like work that out on a ground level, yeah. I find it really difficult to function For daily sure. and to contribute to conversations and, you know, to even participate in conversations and, you know, meet up with friends or yeah, definitely. You know, that whole thing. And I mean, it's just like so exhausting. And like, as you said, you know, both of us are kind of waking up in the morning and instead of like, you know, texting each other about like some dumb thing, like we're texting each other about what we read in the news today and it's like devastating us. And, you know, imagine if you didn't have someone to kind of talk to about that, you just go about your day in that place of like mourning. And definitely you can't live a life like that, you know. It, it It is good and it is important and I think actually necessary to be affected emotionally by these things and, and you know, to feel the proper feelings and to, you know, go through the proper things. But at the same time, you know, if you need to take a day off to, like, you know, reset your your system, like, do you it. need to do it. Yeah, definitely. I um, totally agree. This, I feel like this isn't going away anytime soon we really, you know, this is the long haul, this is the long race and we really need to kind of think about it in that way and like take those little little moments to really, you know, practice self-care and practice love for our neighbours or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Um, To continue on fighting the good fight or just getting through the day. Yeah.
maybe that's all we were supposed to do is just to love our neighbor as we love ourselves yeah and maybe not just focus on loving our neighbor but loving ourselves I feel like I'm most secure when I am doing that I feel like that's been a very big journey for me of like of knowing what that means and following that and not feeling guilty about it yeah and just fully just upholding myself yeah for sure because I can't love anyone else personally if I don't have a sense of admiration or respect for myself yeah for sure what is some what is your biggest self-care thing you would say what's your self-care tip number one Hmm. I feel like my self-care tip is to it's very cliche in this day and age but it's just to friggin unplug everything yeah and just totally disconnect from the world wide web and yeah turn off my phone and turn off my computer yeah and just go for a walk yeah and usually I'll just go for a walk via a shopping center where I can buy food (laughs) (laughs) and come home and just make myself a really good meal and share it yeah and just eat it and just feel it yeah I love that and just going to sleep early yeah you know I think that you know that's the same for me like going for a walk is so important I don't know I think there's something about being in nature hey like really calms you and really like resets everything and yeah I really like that I really like exercising as well I feel like that makes me feel good um and but I think it's gonna be different for everyone like you got to find the thing that makes you feel good because like watching a couple episodes of Gilmore Girls also, like, gives me life. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know (laughs) what you mean. But I think, like, making an effort to, like, listen to what's going on inside of you and to, like, actually respond um, to what you actually need in that moment. But also, like, finding time to connect with people that actually care about you and love you. Definitely. I think that's different than, you know seeing a lot of people who ask a lot of questions like, hey, how are you going? What are you doing? Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like a really different thing to then like going into like a safe, comfortable friendship and, and knowing that you'll come out feeling understood and valued even if they don't agree with you. Yeah, definitely. I feel like those friendships are everything, you know? Yeah, Where for you sure. you can just go and see them and not even have to talk but feel just loved and accepted. Yeah. And heard, yeah. even though you don't say anything. For sure. What was your last Instagram post, Brie? Hmm. Just to lighten up the scene. Lighten up the mood. It's a photo of a beach in Noosa with my husband, Andrew, walking to the water. And the gradient of the water is so unbelievably beautiful. The water is very clear looks amazing that's the thing that helps me I think going to the beach yeah definitely I guess that's the same like nature thing what's yours my last Instagram post is a five second video of my brother wearing his childhood legionnaires hat (laughs) from Kowangba State School (laughs) and I watch it maybe 10 times a day (laughs) because it nourishes me (laughs) Thank you, Nick, for providing this for me. Bree, what is something that you are going to do that is self-care this week? Oh, um, 
thing I'm going to do for self-care this week is um, call my physio and get him to massage my leg because it is in pain. That is something that I am going to do. That sounds really good. Yeah, I'm really Sounds like very forward. forceful, but whatever. Yeah, you just like got to do what you super need. painful, but super good in the long run. What are you going to do? This week for self-care, I'm just going to breathe, breathe out. Lately, I just feel like I've been really, like, tightly wound. And mm. I sort of just had a bit of a breakdown a few days ago. So I feel like I'm just going to, like, continue to continually just breathe out and just to just be where I'm at mm. and just to appreciate where I'm at and respect where I'm at. That's beautiful. It's very broad, but it seems to be working. So I'm just going to do what works, you know? Yeah. I'm sure. also probably going to just keep watching season two of The Nanny because I got to tell you it's nourishing me like you would not understand good everything that Fran Fine is is what I want to be <laughs> you are her don't say things that <laughs> you don't know <laughs> are true just kidding thank you that's the biggest compliment of my life it's been really fun to talk with you on our first podcast I love that it's just basically recording what we just talk about all the time anyway Definitely. That is my favourite thing. Thanks so much for joining in on our conversation. You are welcome here and you are accepted here and we love you. Talk to us, send us messages, tell us what you think, tell us what you're doing for self-care this week. We would really love to know. Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya. Hey, all my girls, come join this club. This is the-